0: hey everyone this is dan the gm bringing you episode 114 of what the dice 114 episodes and you know what nightland and i sat down plotted out the rest of this season and i know exactly how much more i've got to go so that's a new thing i can actually see season two in the works and we're going to be doing a pre-season two which i'm going to be collabing with some people we're still working on all that part though so that's all i've got on our uh, administrative side and all the fun stuff oh if you want to join our discord you can join it you just go over to whatthedice.weebly.com or find us on the twitterverse and you can join us there and speaking of discord I think it's time for a listener
1: shout-out.
0: I know you're on our Discord. I see the fan theory you have. And I know you're a GM. I hope you are enjoying the show. And I hope you and your crew roll all the best dice rolls in the world. But that's all I got. So, thank you all for joining us and supporting our show. That's all I've got. So sit back, relax and enjoy episode 114 of
1: What The Dice. As we walk into
0: the storyteller's campsite, the outdoor fire is burning brightly and we can hear
1: and smell the ocean that is behind us. We smell something new, something like hotcakes or pancakes
0: cooking from inside the cabin we peer inside and the storyteller is standing there and stacking up what looks like the sixth or maybe the seventh pancake on a stack. Walking over to a table, he sets the plate of hot stacks down. Two plates and some cups of me. Looking at us, he smiles and opens his hand
1: to a chair. Me friends, me friends, sit, sit. Enjoy a hot meal. Adventurers like you do not get a chance to indulge in true home cooking all the time. Field rations and the such. Speaking of adventurers, it seems as if our friends, the Alpha Team, has come across adventurers that could not handle the stress of the caverns of Godsville. Something attacked them, and in turn, they turned on each other. A very sad sight But our adventurers are above that. They gather their clues and find out something else is lurking in the depths. Sit back, relax, and hear me tell.
0: In the last episode, you guys had a chance to get deeper into the caves and stumbled across a scene of utter, utter horror. Apparently, there was an adventure team that came in from a different direction, and they were wiped out by multiple unseen forces and portrayal, most foul. All leading with a simple thing of a bard leaving a note saying something about a rat king. We pick up with the team still in place.
2: And just to confirm, these are all of the humanoid bodies. There are no more to be investigated.
0: At least in this area.
2: Yes, from
3: what we can tell in this immediate area.
0: Correct.
3: Alright, well... I still want to know why Mr. Jello hasn't come over here. Mr. Jello turned... Disappeared into a wall,
2: but yeah, that's a very good question as why. I mean, years worth. Yeah, there's a lot of food. Would have been a lot of food for him. Her, it as far as I. So, what's keeping the the ooze from coming over here? Yeah,
3: why is our gooey friend keeping his distance?
2: I don't know, but I'm going to send Hugan to explore a little bit ahead of us while we figure out what we want to do. Maybe it's
4: scared of you because you stuck your arm in it.
2: I have no idea what you're saying right now. That wouldn't affect anything three years. Fabulous, come on.
4: Well, maybe it's scared to come over here right now because she's here. and She stuck her arm in it and then we shot at it and blew it up and other horrible things that we do well. Really well.
3: So I'm really curious as to where this, uh, this group got its marching orders from. How long have these rats really been a problem?
4: I would be kind of surprised that the dwarves would even make mention of it to people not not in their city.
3: Yeah, I thought God's Fell was pretty insular, so who were they talking to? How long have they been talking to anyone? And... We're not the first. So... We might be
2: the first hired from God's fell, Right. But not Um, from the outside.
3: I mean, and who just lets a party go missing for three years without sending a follow-up? Two to three years, however long they've been here.
2: Well, we haven't come across any other clear adventurers other than the dwarves that tunneled through. So which came first? The dwarves that tunneled through or were these caves here and they just added one new cave to get to the the what do they call it, ship?
3: Yeah. So hang on, how long have they been living in the ship? Can I roll like knowledge local or
2: You were
0: actually told they had been there for quite a while.
3: Okay, I'll give the the date then. Right. So definitely preceding this particular adventuring party here. Yes. Hey, do these guys have any guild tags or anything? Can we find any identification for them?
0: All personal effects have been dragged off of Finn. If it was metal, it was definitely taken.
2: But it could be in the giant pile that we saw upstairs, but it might take hours or days to dig through that for something that small. Okay,
3: if I check the Bard's Diary again.
0: All right, you can uh, roll another perception to see if you missed anything.
3: Yeah, let's check and see if he's uh, mentioned... Which guild, what city, that kind of thing. Anything that might help give closure to whoever might be missing these folks.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And I'm going to have Hugan swing back up and check out the Easterling Path, too. I'll
0: need per- uh, three perception checks from Hugan. And what'd you roll, Faye? 27. With a 27, you start from the beginning of his book, because... Just- You know bards. Bards are notorious for always trying to write the perfect limerick, the perfect song. They follow adventuring parties because, you know, adventuring parties have the adventures and blah, blah, blah. And you begin to sit, and you notice he doesn't send... He uses city names, and you're able to kind of track where they've been. It looks like they have never been on the continent of the Holy City. You see a lot of uh, city names that are pretty familiar in this area. They talk about the lizard folk City and um, him talking about how he fell for a beautiful long, young lizard maiden who scales glimmered like emeralds in the sh- morning sun and and you know, very flowery wording that I'm not going to attempt to do because I don't do flowery.
3: Oof, Bart had it bad for that one.
0: Yeah, and then you find more of a a journal and it's kind of squished between two limericks about uh, his party members one being that you know obsessed with blades and licking them clean and Ooh. that kind of like you know bored writing and you start to read it and he it's more of a like a, a note for himself and it seems that there is a dwarven city that is far south that claims to be part of the original swamp dwarves of the Godsfell and that they believe that the Godsfell is a curse and they it needs to be destroyed. That there's always strange sounds in the mountains and they left the Godsfell Mountains because it was cursed and it was from all the digging and all the strange anti magic that they had found. And they had started an adventurer's guild. And all the adventurer's guild were given ten badges that were reinforced with silver. And he made the comment of, they feel cheap, they look cheap, but at least it gives you some kind of clout when it comes to stealing drinks. (laughs) But for the most part, it seems like the... The Godsfell Dwarfs, the the original Swamp Dwarfs, had at minimum split into two tribes. One that believed Godsfell was a blessing, one that believed the Godsfell was a curse. And it seems like the ones that believe it was a curse sent adventurers in. Probably, well, roll me an intelligence check. 16. You kind of get the idea of maybe that they were trying to find a way to get adventurers in to clear a path so that they could set up some kind of Explosives to destroy the Godspell once and for all or find a way to get it to sink into the mountain more. But they were probably sending adventurers here to clear a path to send their people in to do more damage.
3: Hmm. Well, that's kind of awful. Duplicitous.
0: But also with your understanding of the world around you, you also know that there are people out there that are anti-technologists that do not believe in firearms, that believe in the old ways of healing magic. They don't even use potions. It is magic or nothing. Luddites. Yeah, them.
3: Okay. I mean, that's still very duplicitous. Whatever their intentions, whatever their beliefs, that was underhanded, and that's... (sighs) I get mixed feelings on that one.
0: And for... Huguen, what were his rolls? Uh,
2: 10, 17, 9. 26, over 30, and 25.
0: So the 26 and the 25, he doesn't see anything of great importance.
2: All right, the big 30 was then going to be in the middle one.
0: Yeah, that's what I assumed. Okay. With the 30, as he's crawling around up on... I'm guessing he's doing roofed crawling?
2: The safest route, yes.
0: He stops short of going too deep because he's starting to notice some kind of vibration in the stone. And there is, as he's looking, there is this strange electrical current that is flowing through the stone and creating this strange wall of shimmering light. And as he looks, you can see small little metal pylons that have been driven into the ceiling and into the floor that is creating this strange electrical wave.
2: Okay. Uh, My other question was, is from the first tunnel, could I tell if this just makes one big loop? I was wanting to explore it to see if it did.
0: Give me another perception check on that.
2: From where I'm at now? Yes. 25.
0: With a 25, you do see that Hugan can kind of see through the shimmering veil, and you do see that the, the paths interlink.
2: Okay, I just can't tell if there's maybe another shield on the other side. Right. Okay, that's fair. And then I didn't see much of anything other than a cave tunnel down to the uh, northeast tunnel
0: northeast tunnel there are like he was seeing footprints of the rats that you know scurried off in the debris of stuff uh, that they dropped when they ran off but nothing of super super note
2: okay he can't tell there seems to be no danger tunnel is fine
0: right Uh, and now that you know about the electrical curtain I need another perception check from you 28 with a 28 you look back and you find in the wall there are destroyed little pylons in the floor itself they are completely shattered and crushed and it looks like rats had been chewing on them for a while and then when you look up into the roof it looks like they had fallen out and shattered because there are some holes in the roof
2: Okay, well, Huguen would have uh, at some point then come back, gotten Kalilah's attention, and tried to drag her, you know, Hey, come check this out, and she'll get the party to follow her. Mm -hmm.
0: Which way are you going? To the electric curtain?
2: Yeah, yeah, not directly all the way up to it, but she's going to lead the party and go, Hey, Hugan is saying he found something down this tunnel
0: as you guys are walking down this tunnel, you notice that there are a lot of just strange wires that are ran across the, the stonework towards the roof, and then you get to this strange electrical curtain, and it's sparking and has a hum to it that is, you know, the fibulous, give me a uh, intelligence check. 17. As you hear that hum, your brain kind of wanders for a moment and you're taken back, not literally or metaphorically, just memory-wise, you're taken back to that strange room with the dragon and that strange electrical hum. And you recognize it as something technological something advanced but you don't know what it is but you that hum that reminiscent hum of electricity that is a constant flow is what's going on in your head and you know it and you know that if you would touch this it would probably be instant death
4: Japhibus will touch, turns out, he's like, don't touch it.
2: What are we, moth? Noted.
4: I saw this kind of in like a dream before, something similar. It's technology, technology, it's not magic. But you don't want to touch it, bad shit, bad, bad things will happen.
2: Good to know. Which Hugin would have then gone to the ceiling and made little tappy feet to get everyone's attention so Defibulus can check out the the bits that fell.
0: Uh, That would back in the tunnel you were in.
2: Oh, I thought it was in this tunnel. Oh, my bad. Just now we can check out the other side. Is this where the party came from or did they come from the other tunnel?
4: Defibulus says, well, judging by the way they're kind of scattered around. I say they came from like the direction we came from.
2: Or were they filing to go down that tunnel?
4: That's a good question.
2: Kalila, see through the shield?
0: Uh, Perception check.
2: 35.
0: Yes, you can see through the shield and you see that... The tunnels go in deeper, and you see rats, not rats, bats roosting up high, and they are keeping a very large breath away from this strange electrical current. You also notice that there are bones uh, scattered about, um, mostly, like, bat, bat bones, so probably rats that had killed the bats left the bones on the ground. But you don't see anything that is, like... ...out of the usual for, you know, rats killing things off. They don't necessarily eat all the bones, they'll eat the meat. Right. It just looks like a a bat graveyard.
2: Okay. Kalila's gonna go... I'm gonna go around the other tunnel... ...because it wraps around... ...and see what we can see, since the shield's blocking our way on this side. Good idea, let's go. Indeed.
0: Are you going all the way down to the electrical curtain area...
2: Yes, but from this point, Kalila will head cautiously.
0: Okay. Roll perception. 28. Alright, you're good. You see nothing. Uh, you're walking across these backbones very carefully, trying to not disturb the bats above mostly. And as you get next to the electrical current, you see just to the south of you. The ridge goes up about 50 feet. It looks like you're on a lower tier, but you can see that the tunnel above can be gotten to if you scaled that mountain. And you do notice that there are rats that are walking along that far edge. You can hear their little feet walking across the stone as they are still filing away quietly.
2: All right. Well, I'll use my handy-dandy little trick of have Hugan go on the ceiling and go up to the edge ridge because the rats so far haven't cared about a giant spider mm-hmm. uh, and see what I can see through Hugin.
0: All right. Perception. 30. With a 30, you can see off in the distance metal, uh, very reminiscent of the God's Fell walls. And you see the rats following that outer wall and it looks like they are making their way through some stone and metal debris that looks like once used to be a door and the other thing you notice is there are bodies here these are older bodies and you can tell that they are more adventurers because of how they're laid out you see you know cloth armors or leather armors that are still spewing about, but these are older bodies by far. They are down to where it is bone. You can estimate probably about five years, six years. A couple of the bones might be eight years. And you notice some of them have rudimentary red sticks in their inventory. Not inventory, but in their their sashels that are sticking out. You would recognize them as TNT. Uh, You and Defibulous have dealt with them quite a bit, and you've seen them. And these look older, and it looks like they have gotten wet or gotten damaged. And it looks like these are all dwarves. And you do see that they're wearing leather that is reminiscent of maybe gator leather.
2: These might be the original dwarves that, well, no, not the original dwarves, because you said that they've been in cell for a very long time, just more tunnely dwarves.
0: These might be the dwarves that are from the other group of dwarves. Okay. And then you notice something else. Hugin kind of turns as he sees a little bit of movement, and there's a, a couple of rats that are literally cramming a hole full of debris Uh, the hole is inside a small cave that is just barely noticeable it's just big enough for like one person to kind of walk sideways in and they are cramming it full of metal and wire and all sorts of debris and it looks like the rats are trying to fill the hole with Debris, rocks, metal, wire—anything that they can get to fit, as if they are trying to stop people from getting in.
2: Ah, okay. Block the the entrance. All right. Um. One last thing. I'll deliberately have Hugan look over, aka me look over through his eyes. Is the path that is the obvious or what looks to be the the walk up right? Instead of climbing 50 feet, take the long way of the natural ramp. Make sure there was no suspicious turrets in the ceiling or the floor, since we know that they can be mounted any from anywhere, apparently.
0: All right. Perception check.
2: Nat 20.
0: Woo! With a nat 20, you see that the rats have been getting up onto the walls and ripping them out. You see that there were some over by the entrance that they're using it is now sitting on the floor and torn apart what usable pieces have been stolen and it looks like if you look to the south you'll see where the cave kind of ends and then you see kind of the metal just to the south of you Mm -hmm. that wall you can see into the other side and you can see that they have put metal plating up and lined it, leaned it up so you can't jump across it. It's basically making it to where the only way in is you would have to get through that debris door that is just south of that. Okay. But you do see probably a handful of rats, 25 or so rats, still making their way in. And the line is slowly disappearing as if the rats that you scared off and killed are not coming back to life.
2: Right. Okay. Well, as then comes back, Kalila's gonna go, there is a lot to investigate. We got some more dead dwarves, some TNT, another line of rats, a mysterious clog hole, and a debris door and metal. That's a lot, alright. That's a lot of things we gotta investigate. I didn't see any traps, so I think our pathway is clear. Were the rats that were up there red-eye or blue-eye? Red. And they're red-eyed rats. Hmm. But there is definite more ship metal walls and a blockaded debris door but that hasn't stopped us yet that we'll have to bust through but i think we might be getting close how do you want to proceed can i get a rough estimate of how many rats
0: uh you've counted about 15 or so rats
2: Mm, somewhere in the ballpark of 15 rats
4: That's a lot of explodey, angry rats.
2: It is. I can always cast another lightning cloud over them, zap some of them, or we can try and lure them over here.
0: Well, they are still funneling into that wall with the debris. Oh, They Uh, are trying to
2: run away from us still, though. They're trying to go through that debris wall.
0: They're not trying. They have a hole that they're crawling through.
2: They're successfully going through a hole, but it's kind of slow. Mm-hmm. At least it's not more gelatinous cubes. Oh, well, I
4: wonder what a herd of gelatinous cubes would be called.
3: A globening? A dessert buffet, come on.
2: <laughs> Does baka get included in that dessert buffet?
3: Don't know what you're talking about, let's go.
0: I was gonna say I think Faye sees defi- or sees a uh, baka as a different type of dessert.
2: That was my point.
0: Oh, okay.
4: Do people say? Well, we could try to just kind of quietly head down that way, but we could try to like work our way down further and see if we can figure out or if we can even get get a clear sight and get a, get around them.
2: They might all scatter into the hole before we get to them. True. You can say there's also, like, a
4: bunch of stuff jammed in a wall?
2: Jammed in the floor. It looks like there might have been a an entryway in the floor. And they're cramming it full of anything to close or seal or blockade the hole in the floor.
4: I wonder what made the hole and why they're trying to plug it.
2: I don't know, but there are what appeared to be dead dwarves with red sticks. And if I looked at them right, I think they're TNT. Maybe they blasted a hole and that's how they came up. I don't know.
4: Hmm. We could go check the dead dwarves and see if they have anything good on them.
2: Well, yeah. I'm just worried that we might get the rats' attention and they'll come attacking us. That's why I asked how you wanted to proceed. We're going to go up there and check them. Do we want to see if the rats just clear out on their own after five minutes or go in blazing let's
4: proceed cautiously and let them see if they clear out
2: alright so take our sweet time getting up there
4: yeah I just don't want to get blown up by a bunch of rats again
2: you mean we did the blowing up of a bunch of rats they didn't blow you up
4: oh no I got blown up by a few rats last time we played with them
2: oh yeah that is
3: true well, I mean, they kind of mostly ignored us, so unless we, you know, start kicking them, we should be okay, right? I think so. No, that's good, right? try it.
0: So, onward?
2: Slowly and cautiously, yes.
0: As you round the bend and you look, the last rat crawls into the strange debris hole, and you hear the sound of metal being pushed in place, followed by the Fibulous would recognize the sound. A welder kicking up and sealing it off. Wow,
4: they're talented.
2: And efficient. Looks like they uh, realize we're a threat.
4: Yeah, they're using a welder. I want that welder now.
2: Well, maybe we can kill the rat that has it.
4: I like the way you think here.
2: Let's check out the dwarves first, though. Okay.
4: Just be careful if it's all dynamite, it might be unstable.
2: Thank you for the warning I was going to ask.
0: Why you gotta ruin my fun, Defibulous? You, who said that?
3: Like, Do You guys hear that right? No. Don't know
2: what you're
4: talking about that time. Uh, so maybe electricity does allow you to hear various voices. Hmm. I can shock you again.
2: Yeah, but you've been hearing voices since the swamp. Maybe it was the cursed swamp.
0: <laughs> since the beginning
2: okay well as far as Kalilah is concerned it's been since the swamp
0: maybe I'm Defibulous's conscience I'm sorry
2: <laughs> damn, you're doing a really bad
4: job of, of uh, stopping me from doing stupid things sir
2: if anything
0: well, you just encourage him well there there are two voices in your head one that tells you to do the good things which is supposed to be me and then the one that's yelling over me which is Defibulous's voice that tells him to do all the stupid things.
2: Yeah, but I don't know why I just all of a sudden got this image of Puss in Boots. I am amazing, and I encourage me to do this.
0: Yes, that is is not conscience.
2: You!
4: I don't know, Faye, did you hear anything?
0: I have no idea what you're talking about.
4: Yeah. Maybe I need to I- shock you, too. <laughs>
0: At the bodies I need perception checks.
2: Not
3: twenty.
0: Okay. Twenty-eight. Twenty-nine. I will start with the fibulus, because he I believe he rolled the lowest. As you approach the body and you begin to dig through it, you see that this is definitely leather armor. It is definitely made from gator. And you see the metal sword that would have been in a sheath is gone you do see a bone knife something that is a, a piece of bone that has been sharpened that is still on his person and you see a small letter it is sti- uh, the wax seal has been broken and you see standing orders of uh, locate entrance to god's fell find weakness Fay, with the body you search you find that in their pack is some old tnt that is sweating and it's got a strange odor to it you take uh, defibulus as the device and you don't touch it or disturb it carefully looking over the body you find the exact same set of orders of like find the god fells weakness blah blah blah. Kalila. on the body you search You roll the backpack and you open it and you find a strange box with a plunger and a bunch of wiring. And you also find coordinates. Um, Quick notation of high explosives that have been hidden throughout God's Fell that when triggered, it will create a chain reaction on the underbelly. So it's hidden not in God's Fell, but under God's Fell. And it's saying like how to run the wires efficiently so when you detonate it it would blow all of those tnts down you look at the bodies and judge at their now that you're closer you judge how long they've been here and these bodies have been here about eight or nine years it looks like the leather armor is definitely some kind of treated gator there as you dig through the packs more, you find some of that strange gator jerky that is very predominant in the lizard folk area and you find a small tin badge reinforced with silver but it has a small gold plate name on it and it says rank one
2: uh guys yes Faye you're gonna want to see this Handing her the badge and the... Uh, well, I don't think the gator is important. And then handing Defibulus the letter with the plunger and the wire and the coordinates of the explosives.
4: Are you saying you want me to blow something up?
2: No, I'm saying there's hidden explosives to blow the fell up.
4: Oh, we can. Or the
2: belly oh. of that Godspell has some enemies.
4: Or- We're to let them blow it up because there's still plenty of stuff for me to get here.
2: Exactly, but the bodies are also like nine years old. Well, I think I think their plan failed.
4: But the explosives may be still set and then theoretically dangerous to everyone.
2: Yeah, that's why I was handing you the, uh, the the map of the coordinates so we know what to do or how to do if we need it.
4: Is this plunger still functional?
0: It is rusty as all hell.
4: He will um properly and carefully dismantle it and gut it so it can't be
0: so it's not like a remote plunger it's like those old fashioned like TNT plungers yeah TNT plungers so if it's not hooked with a stick anything, that you
2: push into it
0: yes he will um,
2: still
4: dismantle it and okay. gut it so it doesn't It doesn't have a chance of being used by accident or someone doing
0: something so stupid. I'm gonna say you were able to salvage parts from it so in your inventory go ahead and add a disassembled TNT plunger with 150 feet of wire.
3: Wait, so this whole place is just wired to what? The
2: belly of it is.
3: (laughs) She's chewing on gator jerky. Ew, is that still good? Yeah, it's great. (laughs) You want some?
2: It's Uh It's
4: nine
3: year old jerky. That's been on a corpse.
2: You're gonna make yourself sick.
3: It's preserved meat. It's fine.
2: Next to a rotting corpse. On in a rotting corpse.
3: What did you take it out of his stomach, or was it in the packet in his backpack, stored properly?
2: Was it? Where it stored
3: it. properly?
0: <laughs> it was stored properly. Yes.
3: All right then. Yeah, it's fine. Exactly. So you're telling me this whole place is wired to blow? Mwah.
2: The belly of it, uh, of whatever they considered the belly of it, yes. Hey, Faye? Yeah?
0: You get six extra temporary HP points.
2: Oh, cool.
3: How long cool. do they last?
0: Until they're used.
3: Okay. Or until I take a long rest, right? Yes. Ooh, that puts me one over my maximum. Because I had taken a little bit of damage earlier.
2: Sweet. Also, Defibulous, did you write down your wires and plunger bits, or am I writing that down for you?
4: Uh, I wrote down the disassembled plunger, and the cord that came with it.
2: Okay, because I was adding that slowly onto the loot hoarder page of yours. Uh, Defibulous is like,
4: um, yep, oh, Faye, you use uh, stabby dagger things, right? Yes, I do. There's a bone dagger on this guy.
3: Ooh, bone knives are nice. Can I see?
4: I ain't gonna stop you.
3: Don't knife.
2: Also don't forget Kalila handed you that pin with silver and the number 1 on it.
3: This is a uh, rank 1. Um that looks like a guild badge.
2: I don't know badges or guilds, so she shrugs. Okay.
3: Do I in any way recognize that badge or anything else about it besides that it's probably a guild badge?
0: The bard was correct in its cheaply made construction. It is definitely a high-polished tin reinforced with just a bit of silver so it doesn't flex or bend. But for the most part, it's a cheap piece of nothing. It probably cost a silver to make.
3: Okay, so it's just... Something that a guild would hand out to a member to confirm membership.
0: Oh, and that bone knife does 2d4 damage and one necrotic damage. Or one, yeah, one point of necrotic damage.
3: Sweet, plus all my poison shit. Okay, um... Is it 1d4? 2d4. 2d4. Nice. 2d4, bone knife.
0: But it is fragile, so if you roll a nat 1, it will shatter.
3: Okay. With one point of...
0: Crew.
3: On to the next corpse.
0: All right. So to the last corpse. Who's searching it? Me. Okay. Roll your perception.
2: There should be two glass corpses, but okay.
0: One, two, three. You are right. There are two corpses left. I miscounted.
3: Okay. Oh, okay. I'm rolling one then. Uh... Okay. And
2: I'll roll the other.
0: Okay.
3: 31.
2: Twenty-four.
0: We'll start with the low roll. Taking around on this body to fit or a uh, Kalila, you don't find any personal effects. You find no weapons. You do find holsters uh, for the weapons and stuff like that. And you see something that is you see on Defibulus' back, which is a strap for a blunderbust, and the blunderbust all the metal has been chewed and taken off, and the wood looks like it has been corroded and has rot and stuff like that. Digging around, you do find some wet black powder and about five bullets that are pitted and rusted.
2: Hey, Defibulous. Yes? Is wet I don't know, your, your boomstick powder Gunpowder. Yeah, it's wet, but I found some. And there's some rusted bullets.
4: Mmm, you'll come over and take a look at if any of the powder or bullets can be smelted or used at all.
0: Uh, if you smelt down the pellets, they'd be usable, but the powder is pretty much useless because it is very wet.
4: Well, the powder is completely ruined. Too much moisture in it. Um... Yeah, he'll take the bullets just in case he needs to just quickly melt them down for something else later.
0: All right, you have five rusted bullets. Fay, yes. with your roll, you start to look over the body, and you're not finding anything of great value until you look at his chest plate, where you notice a strange lump underneath the clothing, opening his, pulling his shirt down a little bit, you see a very small black book. It is tanned leather and definitely looks like a small prayer book. Perception check.
3: Nat 20. Ooh.
0: With a Nat 20, you tilt it just right and the ambient light from around, you can see embossed leather of a rose. Oh! Are you going to open it?
3: What was that noise? <laughs> open it. Um. Open it, open it, open it, open it, open it, open it, open it. Open it, open it,
4: open it. Um. Get this sudden feeling you want the book opened do it 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 do it
3: yes i want to open it but like i'm also very concerned about being in a cave when i do so open the book
2: yeah
0: as you open the book the room gets cold oh man and the ambient light around slowly fades and everyone is seeing this
2: oh boy what'd you do
0: A small black rose slowly grows out of the book, and you see the lettering and the wording start to glow, and it is a prayer to the bone god for a blessing. What do you want to do? Do you want to say the prayer? Do you want to close the book?
2: Does the the rose have thorns on it?
0: Yes, it has red thorns.
2: Can I see her with the book open and the rose and the thorns or just yes. notice Okay.
0: No, it's everyone is seeing this.
2: What'd you do? I opened a book. Kalila's immediately going up to face side to see what's written on that book or that page or whatever.
0: It is definitely a prayer to the bone god for a blessing.
2: Can a god make a blessing into a curse at will, or is he forced to obey the laws of blessing?
0: It depends on the god and what they what is considered a blessing or a curse in their religion. Mm,
3: Ah, you and I have very different ideas of what a blessing and a curse is, honey. Um, You know, I believe that answer.
2: (laughs) Close it, close it, close it.
4: Yeah, I was going to say, should we have even opened that book, that thing?
2: I would have, I'll admit. I I was just going to be just as likely to open- She's a librarian! She's going to open a book as much as you're going to make something explode. Okay, fair point. She has a very good one. Um, And my cat curiosity would have just gotten the best of me, so... I'm not
3: judging. Close it! If I get real still and quiet inside, and I ask my deity for assistance or guidance what do I I get back
0: in the quietness of your mind as you stare at these glowing runes that are turning to words that are turning to runes and this strange black rose that is glowing with these red thorns and you kind of say a, a mental prayer to your god to ask for Guidance. Guidance. You get a a simple word. It is quiet and still. And the word is Flame.
2: So you know, I have so many things that I want to shout right now, but I know Kalila can't hear any of that, so I'm not saying anything. But I'm dying over here,
0: just, just so you're aware. Did you flame? Flame.
3: Flame like fire. Yes. Do I get any sense of contempt or amusement or approval or anything? There's tone of voice involved here.
0: you get more of a of of a memory and something that you have either read or or he has said to you and that is
1: what was once hidden needs to stay hidden
3: I shouldn't read this book I cast spark on the book yep
0: As you cast spark on the book, the book begins to burn instantly. Like, the pages just engulf into flame. And you see Norberger's mask appear in the ashes as almost like an astral projection as the book just ashes and just disappears. Even the ashes just seem to disappear into the wind, leaving nothing there.
2: Looking up at Faye, did you do that, or did it do that? I did, under orders. I don't care who ordered, I was gonna burn it too.
4: More that god stuff, isn't it?
2: Also, under orders? From
3: who? My deity. Oh, okay, Alex.
2: You're still as... not going to tell me who that deity is, are you?
0: Well, you saw the mask. You can roll Knowledge Religion if you have it.
2: Oh, I didn't know I saw it. I just thought Everyone she... Everyone saw the mask. I'm rolling.
0: Do you have Knowledge Religion?
2: I have Knowledge Arcana, planes, Nature, and Geography, and Elven. Oh, no, wait. That's linguistics. Ye- questions.
0: Uh You would need Knowledge Religion for this roll.
3: Arcana might cover it, though.
0: Okay. If Faye wants to give you that, I'll let you roll it. 24. You recognize the magic of a god. But you do not recognize the mask. But you definitely get an inkling that it is a god that deems that has some kind of control of the shadows.
2: And she already has some hints from her own dreamscapes to have an idea. Okay. She'll just not squint her eyes. She has that look of like
0: And as that mask slowly fades from all of your visions, we are going to end this episode here.
1: Well, 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 friends, it seems as if the adventurers have found bodies. A badge and this strange book that has the prayer of a bone god. On top of all that, a strange knife that deals necromantic damage. I don't know about you, me friends, but a knife like that I would not keep with me. But I am sure the adventurers know exactly what they That is all the time we have for this eve. As always, be friends, may the Dice Gods bless your every role.
0: We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at WhatTheDicePod, Twitter at WhatTheDicePod, and of course email, WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us.